0: Okay. Hey, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, it's me Jake. I think I know what episode this is. It's episode 197. So, how about that? That's nice. That's nice. And I'm here with my guest, my traveling partner on this Southern Tour which you've missed, which I told you about many times, but but it's not completely over. I have still got Nashville tomorrow night, but I, I you, by that by this time might be too late for that, but it's Wednesday uh February, oh, wait, I should turn on some music to play the underneath, yeah, hey, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday, March, or Thursday, March 16th, I'm going to be in Nashville at Zaney's, okay, so now you know that, and then, um, if you would like, I'm going to be in Lincoln City, Oregon, on uh, the first week, weekend in April, April 8th, I'm going to be down in Boca Raton, i got to put those dates on my website, jakethis.com, so you can check those out if you want to come and see me live, which is what I hope will happen. And I've had some great times at these shows during this Southern tour. I've been in Denver, I've been in Minneapolis, I've been in, uh, well, I didn't make Charlotte. We had to cancel that because of weather, this whole blizzard situation. So apologies to my Charlotte fans who bought tickets and I couldn't do that show because I couldn't get into town because of the blizzard. And uh, the next night though, I was in Atlanta and then Birmingham. Tonight we did Huntsville. It's been a pretty fun trip, and I'm traveling with my good friend, Jeff Tate, who has been on the podcast before. I can't remember what episode that is. Do you remember, Jeff? I don't remember. I don't know if I was on yours. I think you were on mine. Really? I just did yeah, yours? I, you, I just I did think, the Cheers podcast? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's good to be here. Yeah. With you on my podcast. Oh, no, thanks for having me on yours. And this is the... Uh, uh, you, were a, you were a get for me, and... Uh, To to get you on my podcast, that's a get, and to get me on your podcast is you're just like doing me a favor. (laughs) I don't know about that. Oh, I do, I do. I don't know about that. I don't. I don't. I think you're being hard on yourself. That's what we do, right? Like that's how. uh, Yeah, that's how I'm funny. Low low self esteem. If it wasn't for that, (laughs) I would never get laid. If it wasn't for low self esteem, Um, (laughs) in fact, I'm ready to admit right now because I've had two drinks after this show that my wife may have made a mistake. She's good, but it's too late. I've already got a kid with her, Um, and I've I've locked her in. That that is too late. Yeah, Yeah, I've done it. She's from New Zealand. This current administration, she would have to leave the country probably. She's locked in. You have her. This is all written in pen. No, she's not one of the terrorists. She's not one of. She's not on a watch list. She's on my watch list. No, I don't think she's on a watch list. She's just she was she's from somewhere else. Well, she's an American citizen now. Okay. Double check. <laughs> Can I see your ID? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know where it is. No, that's okay. It was just <laughs> That was actually a joke. Um, so we've had a fun little tour so far. So far, we've got one night. We're driving to, well, tomorrow morning. We're going to wake up in Huntsville after a great show tonight. It was really fun in Huntsville tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's not rocket science, but the audience is rocket scientists here in Huntsville. Some of them. Some of them. Yeah, yeah. not all of them. Some of them were baby birds that needed to be fed the the punchlines, but some of them were rocket scientists. Yeah, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I want people to feel good about themselves, especially if they paid for a ticket and came out to see a show. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, but the thing about saying that is not one person that listens to this is going to be like, I bet he's talking about me. They're all going to be like, yeah, I was one of the smart ones. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. you can't be like, you know what? Everybody at the show tonight was super attractive except for like there was like a handful of like, mm. really ugly people. You could say that because nobody is gonna be like, wait a second. I think you're right. Yeah. So everybody you're the smart ones. Obviously we're not talking about you. Yeah. The dummies don't listen to this pod- podcast. There's it's- too many buttons to click between looking at your phone and getting this to play. There's like two or three things you have it may be harder to listen to this than it is to record it (laughs) it is definitely for me i've had to do nothing no i've had to explain to so many people how to download a podcast to have them say look it's not worth my time i can't do that (laughs) so congratulations high five yourself if you're even this far down the road, because you may be, you may already be a rocket scientist. Anyway, I didn't know that Huntsville, I thought it was always uh, NASA in Florida, right? And then Houston. Yeah. Everybody knows about Mission Control, but a lot of the space program is centered right here out of Huntsville. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either. There's a space and, I knew that there was a space and rocketry museum here. Because I had been there as a kid, because I grew up, we lived in Nashville for a little while when I was a kid, so I'd been to this museum twice as a child, or child and a young adult, and now I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning, we're going to be going to the Huntsville Space and Rocketry Museum. And then we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about it afterwards on your podcast, which is called... It's now called uh, Jeff Tate's MASH Podcasto. I apologize okay. for the Jeff name, Tate's but. MASH Podcasto. And that is that how you search on iTunes for it? You just type in Jeff Tate. It'll come up. Yeah, and good with luck with that because it's yeah. G-E-O-F-F. And there may be some people out there who don't even know that that's an alternative spelling for Jeff. No. And even when they do find out, they still refuse to believe it for a little while. It takes yeah. a while. It's true. It's not some made-up thing that you I can did. show you my ID. No, you can show me. Back to that. No, I no, I want to. <laughs> believe me, I'm going to check all your papers before this is over. But, um, G E O F F Tate. Yeah, I try, I was. It was called afternoon when you did it. It was called afternoon everybody because I was trying to make a podcast only about Cheers, and then that became. Why couldn't you still call it afternoon, everybody? When you changed the. Kind because of I started making uh, a lot of different types of podcasts uh, where. With different like themes and formats and whatever, and I was putting them all under the same. So now, do you have a lot so, of different podcasts with different names? I have the ones like under Jeff Tate's Mash Podcast, though it's like a network. And then there's are they all the same feed though? Yeah, it's all the same feed, but it's all it's all me. They're all my podcasts, but there's like. There but was, so if they subscribe to Jeff Tate's yeah. Mud yeah mash podcast mash podcast or they'll get all of them all of them yeah there's one i made okay, one so called I podcast why, i don't know ordered... why i don't know what i don't know why you didn't you just have had sub genres no. inside of the genre yeah <laughs> i tried so it was always named jeff tate's mad no Podcasto? no it was it was when it okay, first look. started, it was only Afternoon Everybody and only about Cheers, as much as it could be. And now Afternoon Everybody is just one of the shows that's offered on the Jeff Tate Mash Podcast Network. Uh, if I understood what you were talking about, <laughs> I would feel like I could help explain it to the people who are listening now. But, but instead, since I don't, I just have to apologize to everyone listening and to say, if you'd like to hear us talk about our post-Rocket Museum yeah. um, conversation... <laughs> <laughs> Go to Chef Tate's Math Podcasto, and uh, best of luck. But we'll, right now, we'll tweet it out. There'll be there'll be links you could yeah. click. It'll be it won't. It's not. You're making it complicated though, because it does. It is. One of the problems is what I can't I'm going to do is I'm going to download that episode and I'm going to put it out on mine, but after yours has already had a run, <laughs> just because I can't be sure that the people who are listening to my podcast are really rocket scientists. I think they might not be. And oh, so, are, do you th- and you think the people that listen to mine are geniuses? Oh, you're, you're the people listen to yours. When we're on yours tomorrow and trying to explain how to go backtrack and see the prequel to that, it's going to be equally complicated. <laughs> but that's what you can do. But what I'm saying is, I may just, I may just simulcast your podcast. I want to say, yeah, you should do. But that. you should, but you should go check out Jeff Tate's. What is it? Jeff says mash Podcasto. Mashed Like mashed podcast. potato, but you change... And Jeff like Gioff. Yeah. But don't ever that's your one, Jake. I get to say that one time. And that was it. Because we're friends. We've been driving in a car. Yeah. Mm hmm. And uh Dude, yeah. I didn't I didn't know that was gonna be so touchy. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that. I have I no, I haven't stopped smiling this whole time, but there is some there is there is still like the eleven year old in me that kind of uh it gets riled up when I hear it said wrong. Yeah. Cause I have a cause lot Because your parents control. obviously knew they were naming you Jeff. And you thought you were named oh, Jeff. Boy. And they then did you, not. And then when you got, had to go to school and have it spelled. The worst was when teachers would do it. Because we moved so much. That there was always... There was that day when I was going to have to go into the class for the first time. And the teacher was going to read my name off the roll call sheet and it was just pens and needles until she, whoever until the teacher until she got said to my name right or wrong. to see if she said it right or wrong yeah and if she said it wrong that meant i was fucked the rest of the time i was at like, that school. and where did, where did that spelling of jeff come from you must England England oh do you mean like the name etymology or the where why no, no, i got it i not know why it's spelled with a g it comes from england but why yeah how did you get it okay this is uh, not to my parents knew they were naming me Jeff but not until after I was born they thought how much after well like that day but they did not have they thought I was going to be a girl so I was going to be named Veronica Mm -hmm. because my dad's name is Ron thank God that didn't happen Veronica yeah that would have been fucking horrible I feel like you've already made a mistake by telling people that no I've done I've told I've said it before does anyone call you Veronica no I also Would it care. make you mad if I called you Veronica from now? From now on, I, I feel like this is a this is an off air conversation. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> okay, I'm so not going to was... call you Veronica. That was wrong. But was... if someone comes up to you to you after a show and said, "Hey, I heard you on the Jake This podcast." If someone calls me Veronica now, I will know it's because of this podcast, and okay. I will be absolutely delighted. Okay, but you gotta do it with a smile. And immediately and, yeah, put and your hand like up for a high five during the show. Either <laughs> no, no. Don't say we're like a lot hey, of look, other people no here. There's no heckling. It's all talking afterwards. to the performers, or you will be asked to leave. Get a high five. Bring it in for a <laughs> hug and whisper, "How's it going, Veronica? How's that?" Yeah, and I'll know. I'll know. This is from this is uh, this is from Jake's podcast. Okay, uh, and we'll we'll give you a nickname on mine to see if anybody. See what happens. Yeah, we're going by lady names this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got born a dude and they, my dad, there was, a, apparently, the story goes, there was a guy on the radio who had this name and they thought, well, that's interesting. So they gave me this name. Jeff. Yeah. With a G. <laughs> really? You got to find a guy on the radio named Jeff? Everybody knows it, Jeff. But with a G? No. So they found that and then... How did they know his, his was spelled with a G? He was on the radio, so they've probably, been listening was to it. billboards. Them. Okay. Right? This was back when radio was king the late 70s? In yeah. Los Angeles? It's not like now. Now podcasts are king. Podcasts are king. Now, th- now there, there is no king. The kingdom has shattered. Yeah. It's, it's split into f- it's, fiefdoms. It's chaos. It's? it's more fiefdoms. Cha- that, that's chaos. Chaos. But I said Charles. Oh, I th- because honestly, that's a little bit of a Gioff off. Yeah, joke. but I thought uh, yeah. when you said that, I thought that was one of those times where like you were smarter than me, and I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I wasn't gonna oh. call it out. How gonna, many times has that happened this trip? This how many times time have I, I How many times have I just laughed at something and then tried to move on? Every time I do that, it's because I'm like, well, I probably just don't know what that means. I did that a couple times tonight while we were watching DeGarrio, who was opening for Lavelle Crawford. I didn't understand all the jokes. There was a couple of jokes where I couldn't... I, there, there was something that muffled his voice. The sound it, system was a little messed up. Yeah, it made it a little, like, atonal. Yeah, so after our show, there was another show with Lavelle Crawford and his opening act. who was a really nice guy, DeGarrio, who's who was also funny. But I, I was just, the sound system was a little... Anyway, I let's to go, say, let's get back. I have back. to say he's got a pretty high success rate because the 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 times I understood the whole joke, I laughed. Yeah, I thought he was funny. And the times I didn't laugh were just because I had gotten lost somewhere along the way. But so let's get back to your parents and Jeff, and then let's get on to Tom Petty. Okay. I already like the way this is going. I know all these answers. Yeah. I don't want to I'm not trying to uh, gotcha this isn't a gotcha podcast good because I don't know the names of all the newspapers I've read I just read so many every day so many newspapers that was the the big gotcha moment in 2008 was the follow up question to I read a lot of newspapers and the follow up question was oh yeah which ones oh and that (laughs) was uh, what's her name Sarah Palin right yeah the First yeah, she couldn't name that, things that she read but yeah. let's get back to Jeff so your parents they liked that name because it was a DJ they named you Jeff mm-hmm. and that was that that was that they never thought to Google it well they couldn't but also we were still a couple of years away from Queensryche releasing albums and right there so there wasn't fell the other Jeff Tate yeah what okay. about what about that radio Jeff Tate whatever became of that guy do you know Oh, his! I don't think he had the same last name as me. <laughs> I oh, I think his first he, name was J- just Jeff. Jeff. Whatever happened to that radio Jeff? It has never once occurred to me to look him up. Oh, so you crushed him? He's defeated. Yeah, I've almost caught up to the one from Queensrÿch. Really? In Google? Yeah. Well, I am now. If you 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 no longer have to type comedy or comedian. Uh huh. With my name to get me to show up on the first page. Well, that's nice. So, like, I think I, I like I show up like second. Like, I think his website and then my website or my. Twitter if you're listening to this right now, you could do my friend Jeff Tate a favor by googling Jeff Tate and then clicking on the comedian one. Yeah, yeah. Because, my website uh, is that's actually gonna, called Just Another Clown, so click on that one. Just Another. Well, Clown. no, but if don't want to push him, that, if you yeah. want to push him down in the search. Results. I think you got to Google. I just Jeff want to Tate. make sure that they don't Google my name and then think Jeff is me, because that's not me. <laughs> no, but one day it will. That guy's going to blow himself out. That guy. It's not even his. It's a. It's a fan site. Oh, it's not even Queensrÿch. That's how big they are. They don't even do their own podcast. He's not like you. He's not even in Queensrÿch anymore. <laughs> What's he doing now? He's touring with his own band, which I think is called Operation Mindcrime. Which was the name of a Queensryche album. Do you think he knows what you're doing? Yeah, I'm sure of it. That's good. He, uh. Isn't it? I've been on the. I've talked to him before. I've met him a couple times. I. Was on. I did. I have done interviews. I did a 45 minute interview with a radio show in Long Island. The guy. Ho- this guy. Some dude hosted a metal show in Long Island and he sent me a Facebook message and was like, right after the band broke up and there was all that. Because he thought you were the he other He thought it was him, yeah. And that happens... <clears throat> that happens a lot. Uh, it used to happen on MySpace all the time. Then, then uh, the, the, it hasn't happened in the last couple of years and I think that... But I would like to... I would like to hear Jeff Tate... Jeff Tate versus Jeff Tate on some of the political issues of the day. Oh, boy. This guy, he drives me crazy because his... His name is spelled like mine, G E O F F, but his first name is Jeffrey with a J, J E F F R E Y. He doesn't even have to have the G E O F F part. I have to have it. You have to have it because it's on your birth certificate. It's my name is, and I could, I could switch it to J E F F when I first, uh, when I first did. Don't do that. Like when I did comedy, when I did live at Gotham or something. Uh, uh Dave Rath. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Comedy manager. Yeah, comedy. Comedy manager Dave Rath. Uh, Guy who supposedly if, knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he for sure does, and he's probably like he's probably not wrong either. Because back then, like it probably would have benefited me to change my the. It's spelled D E O V E, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, yeah. D E O V E, uh, just yeah. like just, like he understands the pitfalls of having a <laughs> yeah. difficult name to spell. And he wasn't wrong, I just... Well, it is spelled W-A-R-A-T-H, isn't it?
1: It's
0: (laughs) (laughs) He he was probably right. It would have been easier, and that was like 2008. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just felt like it was such a uh, betrayal of like... Your parents and yourself and your identity? Oh, I felt like if I was going to be a comedian... The reason I'm a comedian, like, one of the main reasons is because of this name. I think that this name. name had a lot to... Really? Yeah, having to go moving all the time and having to walk into... So your into, parents did you a favor? No, because yeah. who, who wants to do this? Really? No, yeah, I know. I'm yeah. loving, it. Are you loving it. Are you saying, what are you talking about? <laughs> this has been a totally fun couple of days. Yeah, yeah, but, Jake, I've been doing comedy for 15 years. Right, so it's a we've few had a days totally out of 15 years it. We've yeah, had a great. Every time I see you, I have a great day. So I have had, what is that, fourteen great days? Well, look, our Jake Johansson. Related. For you, that's sad, but for me, that's a huge compliment. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. Those. I mean, don't get don't get a big head. Those no, aren't not No, believe No, I've look, had, but I've had plenty. I've had I've had my share of comeuppance. But, I, I feel uh, like <clears throat> I'm trying to I'm trying to have a good time and create a good time and and. No, I'm and way that's better, what, and at it. that's what the shows are about. I'm right? way better at it now than I was even a couple of years ago. Um, like being positive and seeing the positive side of it, but yeah, I mean, there are times when, like, I wanted to be a pilot when I was in high school. Like, what kind of pilot? Uh, I wanted to be an air force pilot because it was the closest thing to being. It was like the real life version of being like in Star Wars, dude. We're and going the, a way- to no, the know, Huntsville astronaut museum tomorrow. And I, I, but I feel like if my name was spelled with, be a, if my name was spelled with a J, uh huh, I feel like I might have been a might have been a pilot. I might oh. have been like I think I think that you you just developed G- different skills. H I J, so you were three letters away from being a pilot. Yeah, and an O. And who knows I mean I mean maybe If I'm a pilot I get to meet Sinbad But for sure As a comedian I did Is that one of the highlights Of your career Is getting to meet Sinbad I know you like him I like Sinbad Yeah I have respect for Sinbad There's a I mean honest to God House Guest Is one of the movies I've seen the most Like if I was gonna make Uh A list of the ten movies Had you seen seen that Before you met Sinbad So yeah So many times I saw it before I met Sinbad Uh huh I've okay. probably seen that movie a hundred times. I've seen the beginning. I've seen hundred the, times. Seen who the else is in? Who else is in? Houseguest besides Sinbad? Phil Hartman. Oh, great! Phil Hartman is great. It's the zaniest dude in the. Up against if the his, driest. Who knows name. what would have happened if his wife had not killed him? Fucking sad. If uh, and I don't like to curse. Well, I do. I should take that back. I do enjoy cursing. I don't. Yeah, I don't like to curse when it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about Phil Hartman dying being fucking sad, that is appropriate. So I don't care for that cursing. Mm-hmm. I like it when it's so just funny. cavalier. So funny. So House Guest still stands up. Still stands up. I don't know if it after does hundreds to everybody, but of viewings you like it. I watched it. I watched it again a couple months ago. It makes me laugh. It just. Mm-hmm. It's just the way Sinbad's funny is a good way to be funny I think to me he knows what you want him to say boy does he like when you there are people that you you meet I mean I'm sure I'm sure it's happened to you you've met like in your career you've you've met a lot of people that you wanted to meet probably yes. there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that you looked up mm-hmm. to you've probably met people you were apprehensive to meet because you weren't and I'm sure that it's gone both ways where yeah well, you're, Sinbad like, worried is very nice every someone. time I've run into Sinbad he has been very nice. And you had a very positive uh, experience meeting Sinbad. I don't, I've never met... I don't think I've ever met anybody as good at being what you wanted them... What, like, what I wanted them... Like, Sinbad is Dude, really, good Dude, I feel really like... Really you know, like, you have Sinbad. to say present company excluded. Present company because excluded. Because I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. No, no, no. You... Listen, you're... <laughs> no, I, you're uh, okay, hey, I feel like there's no way... I meant that as a two, but I'm, I don't want No, I know, but I like. I want to... Like I do think it is will be helpful to explain what I mean. When I met when I met you, you were how I thought you'd be from the way I saw you on T V. Right. But you hadn't seen Sinbad, a thing that I had done a hundred times the way you had Sinbad. Sinbad didn't the the way Sinbad is on his stand up specials and Tell the story you you told the other night. When you you stayed over. You were on a comedy festival. You knew that Sinbad was on the same festival doing a show the day yeah, after still, everybody yeah. left. Everybody left. You requested to stay an extra day. You asked the festival organizers if they could get you a hotel room. You would pay for a ticket. They comped all that stuff, so you go to yeah, the show. They really, hooked you go me to up. the show. Then what happens? Uh, the lady that got me the ticket took me in the back to meet him like an hour before the show. And he saw my badge that I was a comedian, and I was the only other because it was Michael Moore's festival, and Michael Moore was going to introduce him. Like, so there wasn't even a there wasn't even like a host. Uh-huh. It was like Michael just went out, talked for a minute to the to the people, uh, like thanking him for a good festival again. You know, another year of a great festival. Here's our big, you know, the closing act, uh, Sinbad. And so for an hour, we're in the back. He's meeting. Before just, the show Before yeah. the and show Now we're rewind Before the show yeah. He's lined up They they have all like The big hoity-toity Festival sponsors The fancy Rich folks Uh huh And he is Just killing Like he's back. a politician he's, Yeah He's talking to everybody Making friends Yeah that kind of, It's kind yeah. of like The way people describe When they like Would meet Bill Clinton When they're like Oh you just know Like this guy's charismatic He always like He looks yeah. you in the eye Yeah you, he he seems like he's talking. So to you him. were in line to meet Sinbad. You I wasn't see- in line. As soon as he's like, it was like, it was almost like the, all of a sudden he's doing he's doing a show for the sponsors in the back, Yeah. just shaking hands or whatever. And as soon as he see like he sees me on the side, sees that I'm a comic, and then now I'm next to him, like I'm his running mate. I am not part of the crowd now. I'm part of the com- he he was like oh now now there's two comedians yeah. And
1: That's pretty just, nice.
0: That's a that's a really nice story. I don't anybody who wants to say something bad about Sinbad should listen to that story and check themselves because that is a quality person. Don't be saying anything about Sinbad, I'll fight you. I love Sinbad so much. He got divorced from his wife, but he didn't want to be divorced, so he uh bought a house in the same neighborhood, like on the like down the street, and uh like won her back, and now his kids live in that house and he and his wife Got remarried and live in their original house. That's why he. That's why he was uh, out of the public eye for a lot of the two thousands. Wow. Was he decided he would rather get he would rather get his marriage back together, and then he comes back and he just relentlessly funny. He did two hours on stage. I didn't get up to smoke. I didn't get up to stretch. I didn't. I haven't watched two hours of stand up since yeah it's a lot it's hard to do testimonial go see sinbad that's great that's oh, such man. a nice story it's always nice to hear somebody tell a good story about about somebody else where where it's rewarding when you meet somebody and and you really enjoyed them it's so new, it, new material so nice. i didn't know the bits yeah well oh, i haven't okay. seen sinbad stand up that often but you know like i was telling you in the car today he, he had kind of gotten this weird i think people were really jealous of him when he first got famous. And he's been nothing but nice to me, so it was really great to hear that story. When you told it to I me think today, he's nice, and I'm so everybody. glad you told it again now. Have you I seen think he uh, is too. have you heard think Norm he MacDonald's story about somebody? No. They did like Are you allowed to tell Norm MacDonald's story? I just said it was Norm MacDonald's story. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, his story is That uh, was like me saying, Are you sure you want to tell this or should people just Google it or No, I don't know. I mean it's I don't even remember I don't even know if this I, I might be telling a story. I might be out of turn here. Like, it's a true story, I know it, but I don't know that I heard it from Norm. I don't remember. Okay, well, let's just it. say there's a Norm MacDonald yeah. story about Sinbad. No, this is a good story. Like, they they do, like, they're doing, like, Just for Laughs or something. Uh-huh. And uh the day of their big gala, like, the big Just for Laughs show in Montreal, uh, Sinbad's got to go buy some socks, so he takes Norm. He's like, come on, we we'll go buy some socks. And Norm's all nervous and, like, meticulously going over his set. And he's like, okay, I'll go with Sinbad. So Sinbad goes to buy socks, uh, comes back, to go on that night to do the show. Sinbad does his entire, like, five-minute showcase that on buying those socks and just murders. And Norm's uh-huh. in the bag. Like, he spent all day just gut-wrenched trying to yeah. meticulously yeah. pieces together. And, and Sinbad's like, those. that was fun enough, getting socks. Yeah, he's natural. Sinbad's natural. He's, he's supernatural. Supernatural. Uh, hey, talk about Tom Petty. You love Tom Petty. Tom Petty. I'm like I'm scared to meet Tom Petty because there's a. They say never meet your heroes. I've had a good. I've had good luck so far, and one and one of my heroes was Mark Maron, and yeah. he, he made a po- like the first two years of his podcast was him just apologizing to people that he met who he was their hero. Uh huh and when I, and he was like, like I've had good luck and I don't want it to like I'd rather make... not meet Tom Petty than have it run out with Tom Petty <laughs> like uh-huh. to like have him be the one that's I would love it if you met Tom Petty because you like I know he's got super fans I know he's a super famous musician I, I don't want to take anything away from him but he has never been like I never met anybody who loved Tom Petty the way you do no I haven't either Talk about it. How'd you first get into it? It was... I was in high school and I heard Mary Jane's Last Dance. Uh Uh-huh. And it was immediately better than all of the Christian rock and roll I had been previously allowed to listen to. Because your dad's a minister. Because my dad's a minister, yeah. And, uh... I heard Mary Jane's Last Dance and decided, like... I was really into that song and I... And so I got, like, the Wildflowers album and the greatest hits and whatever. But I... I had never listened to rock and roll at mm-hmm. all, so I I knew better than to be like, "Well, this one's going to be my favorite." The first one I ever heard, and so I just listened to everything on the radio for two years. Really, because so. the first girl I had sex with—that's who I wanted to marry. Yeah, no it was way. pretty great. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the way it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to listen to secular music until you're ready to choose your favorite band, and without uh, having what we just, what just, just you by looking at the liner, Tom Petty. Oh, just like church hymns and stuff. Like music was never really around our house. And we, so, how did you hear Tom Petty? Then I was in my. Uh, it was I was 15, so it was the first time. It was the first time in my life somebody that was a peer had their own car. And who was that? My friend Buck, Buck Robison. He had a '79 Buick Sabre. It was awesome. Then he turned left on red and fucking got hit by a semi truck. He's dead now. No, his, Buck is fine. That's that's how dope a '79 Buick Sabre is. It took a hit from a semi truck running a red light, and him and him and Josh Houser walked away from it. Wow. How long was that after you heard Tom Petty? Oh that was like that was a few years after. Like Buck had that car for most of high school. So Buck what's what's Buck say to you come for a ride in my car check this no, out. No, he's taking me home after after like uh basketball practice or something. Like we lived in the same we went to Cincinnati Christian what grade? 10th. And so it was this like private school in Cincinnati. There was a uh, going home from basketball. Yeah, don't I mean don't get all uh when i say private school don't start picturing it's the school that uh you go to if you got expelled it were was you, like the were you a naughty thing. kid no no we, you could also go you could go for free if your father was a minister mm-hmm. so there's a bunch of preachers kids and then a bunch of kids that have been expelled from various public schools around the city uh because it was super it didn't cause anything to go uh uh-huh. So and lucky, so, lucky you, being a preacher's kid, you get to go to school with all the 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 kind of oh yeah, naughty, it was like juvie. naughty kids. Like yeah. it might as well have been juvie. There was and there so was Buck, like, was Buck a juvie guy? No, Buck was Buck was his parents were religious. His mom was, I guess. And, and so he's and, driving you home from basketball practice. What's he saying? Yeah, but he's kind, like, Do you kind of remember? No, I don't remember him saying anything because I I didn't really I knew better than to advertised the fact that I had never listened to any of this like rock and roll oh, stuff. Oh, so he probably, he just put it on. Yeah, he just turned like on, no he big just deal. turned on the car, the radio station was playing commercials, and when it came back from commercials, it played Mary Jane's Last Dance. Oh, so he wasn't into Tom Petty. No, it was just the it radio. It just happened to yeah. come on the radio. And I, and I remember that, I remember hearing that and be, and being like, this is whatever this is this is better and then I then I just listened to the radio and there was in that period of time I, I, I like what year are we talking 93 uh-huh. uh huh like the guy that's my best friend still I remember asking like figuring out like right around then was when I figured out that I could listen to music without getting in trouble because there were ways to do it without my parents finding out headphones Cassette tapes, uh-huh. other people's cars, like that. Like. Cassette tapes. So well, yeah, Walkman. You could have bought a Walkman then, sure. Yeah, yeah. But there was before that. I did. I didn't buy a Walkman because there was no reason to. Because I didn't know anything. I didn't, you didn't know, know, know there was anything to play. Into yeah, I didn't Walkman. know there was anything worth going through. The so you got into him listening to the radio, and then did you? Was there anybody else that you liked at that same time? Or oh man, at that time I liked everything. I think uh, uh-huh. I. I mean, I was I got I got really into Aerosmith because they were in uh, yeah they're not bad they were in like you can't they were in Wayne's World too you can't argue with Aerosmith you can argue with with the Aerosmith I was into I was into the wrong half of Aerosmith I was into the half that everyone it's like uh, here's a hard stance I'm gonna take uh, that's a real hot take I think Sammy Hagar is a better singer than David Lee Roth Mm. I think David Lee Roth might be a better frontman but. I'm not going to see Jesus Christ Superstar. I want to hear a bunch of songs sung good. I don't need a fucking... I don't need a guy in a top hat and a cane dancing around the stage. David Lee Roth is yeah, a little not too high to on his own supply is what you're saying. I, yeah, I just... I think that there are these... There are these, like, universally accepted ideas about rock and roll bands that are, if you really think about it, they're just not... They're just not correct. Those Sammy Hagar songs are better. The uh, okay, what is a great Sammy Hagar song that you you would compare to a great David Lee Roth song? Well, first of all, we got to figure out what a great David Lee Roth song is. Beautiful girls. I mean, well, that's fun. It's a different. I mean, they're different kinds of they're okay. different kinds of good. David Lee Roth can be more fun, but Sammy Hagar is a better singer. All right, uh, the. Pump album, the Get a Grip album, like the late, the the after Aerosmith broke up. There's like a demarcation line in Aerosmith. The first five or six albums were You're the, about on drugs no, I'm talking about Aerosmith now. You're confusing me a little bit because David Lee Roth and well, they have a they have a similar trajectory. Okay, first five or six albums, uh then Aerosmith broke up because they were all fucked up on drugs and stuff. And then they all went, so- they like, got sober, and then they got back together in like '87. And that's when they started making like the ragdoll and mm-hmm. those kind of like more '80s. Steven Tyler heavily- was fucked up on drugs? Yeah, yeah, the whole band was. Oh, I find but that then they way all way got easy. clean. And then they made. That's like Tom Petty's. Uh, Love in an me. Elevator and oh. like all that stuff, like really poppy, like, heavily produced stuff that tends to get the bad rap. The That's the the true Aerosmith fans are only fans up through like uh the before they before they broke uh, up. This is a little too deep for me. So but I what I'm saying is I liked the bad halves of both of those bands. When best. did you want to be a pilot? Was that before or after you found out about Tom Petty? Uh that was mostly before i I believe finding out about, about Tom Petty and stuff like kind of is why uh other the idea of doing something else without knowing what it would be, but the idea of not being a pilot and seeing what else was around. Uh-huh. I had started to, I think, I think finding the Tom Petty was when I had started to think, uh, maybe I don't know enough to make any actual decisions yet. Wow, Tom Petty put you in your place. Yeah, well, I thought, you know, like from the information that I had, Which Mm -hmm. was incomplete at best, inaccurate, in in some cases too. But best case scenario was at least incomplete. Mm -hmm. I had uh, ideas of what I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted my life to go, and then like here, like. All of a sudden, hearing Tom Petty is like, wait a second. They told me that there wasn't anything good over here. Like, there was and then what there. happened after that? How did your life change? What did you? What did you decide you wanted to do after Tom Petty? I mean, I was gonna, go, I was still gonna go to college and stuff, but I ended up not even doing that. You didn't go to college? Not, for, nah, not really. I think I have enough. I, I kind of, I tried to add this up a couple weeks ago. Somebody else asked me the same question a couple weeks ago. I think I have, I have almost enough credits to be a sophomore. Like, I've almost done... A, from where? where? From uh, Sinclair Community College in Dayton. I got a couple credits. And then uh, Raymond Walters, which was which was, so uh, UC, UC Blue Ash is what it's called now, I guess. University of Cincinnati in Blue Ash. I did two full... I think I got like 30 credit hours from there. And then did you, uh, you bailed out of college and went, did, is that when you started to do comedy? I started doing stand-up when I was going to, when I was like, when I, a few months after I started doing going to college full-time. hmm I think I was, tw- I was 23 or something. And, uh, then I, you know, then I kept going to college and kept doing, uh, open mics and stuff, and then... Kind of figured that, like I liked this better. Yeah. Than that, I mean, I was going to be a journalist. That's what I was majoring in. So. I yeah, mean, I was we, doing that too for a little while in college. Yeah, but now it turns out you don't need a degree to be a journalist. You don't. Yeah, I don't think you you, you just need, need a degree to do anything anymore. But well, maybe well, maybe in, maybe, maybe adopted, Huntsville. Maybe, yeah, Huntsville. If you want to be planning <laughs> rockets to go into space. So, how long have you been doing? Uh, Stand up now. I I think it's 15 years. And what advice would you give a young person who had grown up in a religious environment and was just hearing their version of Tom Petty for the first time and trying to decide how to change their life? There's no, there's no way to nutshell it. Like this is a years long. Like in that situation, you got a years long. But to talk uh, to somebody who's just kind of had their mind blown, and had you know the the world is flipped and opened up for them. Because that's what it seems like you were saying happened to you. Is that yeah, the yeah? I would say if that if that happens, that means that uh you need to go out and f- and. Uh, find what you've missed, find what you've missed, I don't know, I don't know exactly what that is, I, I wouldn't know Well, talk sure, about it for yourself, what, what, what else did you find that you'd miss besides popular music and Tom Petty? I mean, everything, I miss so much, my two favorite things are Tom Petty and, uh, the movies, and I wasn't allowed to see, I wasn't allowed to see any movies, really, uh-huh. uh, huh. uh, Nothing that was rated R. I mean, no, there's nothing better than a rated R movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> Nothing's better than that. That's awesome. I mean, as far as I mean, as far as movies go, if it's a comedy and it's rated R, especially like the time period that I'm talking about. Yeah, R. You was... could be swearing. You could really do some naughty stuff. There was much more of a clear line than than now. Now, I I can't always tell what's rated R and what's rated PG. Can you? No, no, because it's all like PG thirteen now just means the person got was horribly murdered just off screen. Oh. Uh-huh. Or was horribly murdered on screen, but all the blood and whatever that would have happened then, from it would happened off screen. But back, then, but back screen. then what did R mean to you when you say that? Oh, it would just be like Kingpin was rated R. Like that movie is just hilarious. Yeah. And it's it's like every uh like, every comedy, there's always... There's very rarely is there a comedy that doesn't have, like, one thing I don't like. Uh-huh. King- Dumb, and, Dumb and Dumber has that scene where Jeff oh, Daniels... Yeah. ...has to use the restroom. I would have laughed just as hard at that movie without that scene. And, I, and there's the... The thing with the landlady and Kingpin is disgusting. Is that and, the one where he says, I think I tore my sack? He. <laughs> Oh, that that's that movie yeah but that's a different that's not in that scene oh my that's God. a different scene that i mean there are so many funny lines in that movie that my current funny, my current favorite line from that movie is uh woody harrison is leaving his shitty apartment at the beginning and uh there's two old guys just sitting in folding chairs in front of the building and he just goes how's how's life and one of the old guys just mutters taken forever and it's it, it's I hadn't seen it the first However many times I watched that movie 20 years I watched that movie I didn't notice that line What's your favorite movie right now That you could watch over and over It's always Fletch I could watch Fletch no matter what Fletch really still? Yeah That's so long ago Yeah I've probably seen Fletch the most Of any movie I could watch Fletch I could watch The Big Lebowski I could watch Die Hard yeah, Die Hard. I, I get you on Die Hard. The The Big Lebowski. I haven't seen that for a while, and I want to see that again. I but still. Fletch, I can't stuff. even believe Fletch could still work. I just like I like everything about Fletch. Yeah. I like the music. I like uh, Chevy Chase the absolute. Maybe tomorrow peak we're going to watch Fletch. Powers. Oh yeah, he was. He was. That was. That's why I watched it. He it's was the, the peak perfect. Of his uh, it's the perfect character for him because. He's, he's not like suave or whatever, but he's not like, he's not also like a boat, like he's a bozo in those, um, vacation movies. Yeah. And he's very funny in the vacation movies, but I don't think he's a bozo. Yeah. And in Fletch, like Fletch is just like, they might as well just have called that movie Chevy. Like, it just feels like What's your favourite exactly of it. of something that's very contemporary that's recently come out? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, is that still contemporary? I mean, Yeah, I, yeah, it's only been like out for a few years. years yeah. It's only been yeah, it's only nine years old, Tropic Thunder. But I like I've I've asked I've asked around and it is almost unanimous the first time uh you see Tropic Thunder that that's the funniest movie you've ever it's seen. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. I saw it. Three times the first week it came out because I, I just I you can watch hard. movies over and over. Some some people can't do that; they have a hard time with that. I mean, I didn't. The third time made it, so I didn't watch it again for a little while. But I mm-hmm. will uh, watch it now every. It's like when I say I watch a movie over and over. Uh, I can't fall asleep unless something's playing. How many times between? How long between showings? Like, if you watched, if you watched Tropic Thunder last night, would you watch it again tonight? No. Yeah. How long? Uh, I could, I could, I could probably watch it three times a year. No, oh, three times a year. Okay. Like you put put it in. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch it, fall asleep. Maybe the next day, skip ahead to where I fell asleep, watch another twenty, thirty minutes, fall right. asleep again. Well, let's talk about what we're going to do tomorrow because we're kind of coming into the home stretch of this podcast. We're going to be doing your podcast tomorrow, which is, uh, say it? Jeff Tate's Mash Podcasto. Jeff Tate's Mash Podcasto. Podcast, we're going to do that tomorrow after we've been to the Huntsville Space and Rocketry Museum and driven to Nashville and. Hot chicken. We're having hot chicken. And you say. When you go to Nashville and you have hot chicken, what's the famous place? The famous place is Prince's. But we're not doing that. We're not going to Prince's. We're going to Hattie B's. Hattie Peas. All right. It's I've been to both. Uh, Hattie Bees is uh Hattie Peas or Bees? Bees with a B, like a boy. Mm-hmm. Hattie B isn't boy. Hmm. Uh, I I just I just like that. I like that chicken. Better. The Prince's is so hot. All right, so we're gonna have Hattie Bees hot chicken tomorrow. We're looking forward to going to the Rocketry Museum because we're gonna go to, to the Goo Goo Cluster. Store? Are we gonna to go to it? We're yeah. gonna buy one. We're gonna eat a Goo Goo. Is there There's a store? There's a Google Cluster. Yeah, Goo Goo Cluster, like store where you can watch them being made too. And, okay, I'm in for that. I'm gonna buy a bunch of those. It's my dad's favorite candy, uh, so I like to buy a bunch and eat them in front of them. Show him who, who the dad is now. You're a little bit tough <laughs> on your dad. I think you're gonna give him a goo goo cluster. I'll probably give him a whole box of them, and then three days three days later, I'll be like, you, "Here, you should use your uh, you should use your walker wheels to get in the bank," and then he'll be like, "You never do anything for me." That's you should I'll wait like like in your act when he when when you're really sad and he gives you a hug and
1: fifty you fifty bucks. bucks. Yeah.
0: You should wait till he is really sad and then just hand him a goo goo cluster. Oh man, I we had dinner at the Olive Garden because he wanted to go to the olive like it was uh, I think it was for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. He wanted to take my mom somewhere fancy, so he came up with the Olive Garden. But he can't eat anything really. How come? Uh, I don't know. It's not he just only wants like chicken fingers he only likes chicken fingers he can eat other yeah he can eat other stuff it's not like he has diabetes or something where he's not allowed certain items he's allowed to he just it just it's inconsistent what he likes and doesn't like now and it doesn't match up with what he used to like and not like so he doesn't really know yet Uh uh-huh and just because the last time he went to the olive garden 10 years ago he liked it uh-huh. That for sure doesn't mean he's going to still like it because ten years ago we would go to we would But so you went Mexico there, and then food. what? You went there, and then what happened? I, I went to Chick Fil A on my way and met him there and bought a uh, twelve pack of chicken nuggets. So that and then uh, as soon as wait, he, you as bought the as, chicken nuggets at Chick Fil A. Yeah, and then I, I took the box in in my jacket pocket, and as soon as he did realize he didn't like spaghetti and meatballs, <laughs> I gave him chicken fingers like a baby. He's like a kid. Yeah. He's like a little kid. He doesn't know what he likes. He's like a little kid, except a little kid. Uh, I don't know exactly what the difference is, but the little kid. <laughs> I do. I think it's maybe a little there's easier no, maybe to. There's no, well, rec- I think it's a little. I honestly think it's easier to reason with a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't have one, so I understand your skepticism. But in my in my experience with other people's kids, and it might just be because they're other people's kids, but. It is easier for it is easier to convince a kid that what I'm saying is not to fuck their life up but because uh-huh. it's in their best interest than it is, and he's with dad. and he's with his wife, your mom, yeah, does she go to Olive Garden with you yeah, yeah, it was uh yeah, she had she liked it I mean. We'll do that because, uh. So he didn't like it, and then you got to give him chicken fingers while you and your mom eat your olive garden. Yeah, and my brother was there too, yeah. We all have. My dad thinks my brother. There are times when he thinks my brother is the only one in the family that likes him. Uh huh. Because he's not. Like. My brother never tells him that he can't do something. Mm hmm. And he thinks that. He thinks that me and my mom. Uh are just out to fucking ruin his life. What do you tell him that he can't do? I tell him that... I tell him... I don't tell him that he can't do anything. I recommend that if you're going to walk all... He can't walk. Like, his back is real fucked up. And that has has been for a long time. And so now it's a combination of his back hurting and his legs are really, really weak. So he doesn't, he doesn't have the strength to walk, uh-huh. and when he does walk, it's real hunched over, so he's just, he just needs help walking, yeah. but he refuses to use uh, his cane or his walker because he's, he thinks it makes him look old. Or that, is, As, that is such a common thing. You know people don't want to get hearing aids because they think it makes him look old or I, 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 so that's advice that we can give ourselves. Like when you need the walker use the walker I've, I don't think I would ever uh i don't think i'm I don't think I'm that vain you don't no because if like if you if i need a, if I can't walk i'll fucking I'll use a cane mm-hmm. i have seen uh but the the main advice that I take from that is i do when I'm at home I do yoga when I'm not on the road I, I go do yoga I work out. I get on the treadmill as much as I can. I want to hear about your yoga, to, but I have to. I have to use the. I'm going to pause, and we'll come right back. Okay, we're back. So, tell me about your yoga. Oh, I am really. I like. I haven't done it a lot, and I just started. Like I just. Wow, well, you I've were done. so bold out of the box with the yoga, and I just went to the bathroom. It took me two. You know, no, I don't it's minute. not that I'm not bold about it, that I just don't have anything to talk. I'm very bad at it, but I'm getting better and it is How did you so do you take a class or do you have Yeah, a- yeah, there's a class at the at the I joined the community gym in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. The Cincinnati Recreation Center. Has yeah. a nice gym in my neighborhood and they do yoga three times a week and I get up there when I can and do do what I can and try to keep up and I get a little bit better and All right. uh, you know, if I just keep I I treat it the same way, uh, like I treat going to therapy and stuff. It's just like, I do it, and I may not notice a difference between this week and next week, or between Um, this week and two weeks from now, or, you know, maybe even, you know, who knows, six months, maybe I'm still just as bad, but eventually... It's all about consistency. Yeah, if if I just keep doing it... You I will keep eventually get. We'll get better at it, right. like anything else. I mean, that's the main advice for anything. Whenever anybody says, "How do you become a comedian?" I go, "Start doing comedy, and then don't don't quit." Everything else is noise. Like just do. As long as you do that, eventually you'll be a comedian. I guess. Like just keep going. Uh, and so I'm going to do that so that my I'm going to instead of instead of accepting that uh, at some point. I might have to use a walker. I am going to do what I can now to not end but, up like that. Like But if you noticed that a walker was helping you, you would you would use it. Yeah, I would use it. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't have enough vanity to not do yoga even though I'm bad at it. And he won't like he wouldn't do that. He did he wouldn't do his he wouldn't do his physical therapy after his back surgeries cuz he was bad at it. Mm-hmm. He would quit doing that. He didn't like a lot of what a lot of what is happening is based on like this is a culmination of vanity uh-huh. is him not this isn't the first this is the first time I've seen him not do what he's supposed to do it's it's interesting because to of me his vanity because he's a minister yeah. so he was in the a position of telling other people advice about how to live their life and he, he oh he could do that all day but he's ignored some pretty basic oh advice. boy I mean, but he'll uh, still do it. he'll still tell you how to live well, doesn't he understand that he's not? He's disobeying no. some good advice. No, right now? no, he doesn't understand that. Yeah, because that would like. I I I get the I, I have empathy for him, and I know I know where it comes from, and I know it comes from like, from his parents and the time that he grew up in and whatever. But he is. He's really a. He's really only. His only main concern is himself, and that is really even when he was yeah. a minister oh yeah 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 what was he concerned with um the most well the minister is a is a the minister is the easiest position the the easiest attainable Position of power in the community. Uh huh. It is a job you can be hired for. Like, imagine if you just filled out an application to work at Blockbuster and getting that job meant that. Well, was hundreds he hired of people for in the- a certain faith? Yeah, yeah. Like, what the Christian church was a lot of it, then we moved into... Well, Christian, like, but uh, I'm no, not no, no. talking Christian, about like, not Presbyterian, not yeah, Lutheran. Is, I know, not Presbyterian, not Lutheran, the Christian church sect that's version the of, of Christianity. There is yeah. a church called the Christian church. Yeah, yeah, there's Church of Christ, Church of God. And he just named himself a minister. No, he went to seminary school, which is, hmm. again, like, if you're just going to do something that's all made up, then just make it up in the beginning. Don't spend four years or whatever well right but but it's a real thing he really did do that yeah he really did Did he ever give you any good advice uh i i mean that sounds that sounds like a no. i mean he didn't there's nothing that uh i certainly don't have a well my daddy always said at hand uh uh-huh i got no uh, you were never in a situation where he offered some advice that turned out to be good I'm I'm trying to remember, and I'm afraid I'm afraid. Uh, did he? I'm did gonna ha- I'm gonna say yes because it's. I'm he old, must have, but you can't remember it. But I can't remember it. And Can you remember any advice that he gave somebody else that really helped them out? No, I wouldn't have ever heard it probably. Like, but there's no. He doesn't sit around and go. I remember this one time I was dealing with this no. person who. No. No, I uh we've never I don't remember any conversations like that. I don't know that he ever What advice would you give him if you could give him advice? Just but the advice I would give him is uh it doesn't make you weak to say I don't know. That's good advice for everybody. Say it again. It doesn't make you weak it's not a sign of weakness to say I don't know. It's not a sign of ignorance to say I don't know. To know that you don't know something is fine. That's, it 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 makes no difference one way or the other. To pretend you know something when you don't, that makes you a fool. That gets you in trouble. Yeah. So, I mean, I got, and Christians do that a lot. They have a hard time saying, I don't know. At least the ones I grew up with. Mm -hmm. I got sent to the principal, I got sent to the principal's office uh, a, a handful of times for like, what was deemed blasphemy because I had expectations that the teacher would know the answer and instead of being able to say instead of saying I don't know I got sent out of class, like out of Bible class so I would ask the Bible I would ask our teacher a question about the Bible and, it, and when she didn't know the answer, she would send me to the principal's office. Instead for, of saying, I don't know. Instead of saying, I don't know. She was so know. frustrated that you asked now, a hard question. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and it, to her, it was... Uh, I was showing her up and mm-hmm. trying to undermine uh, the Bible or whatever. But to me, this was a class in school where I would be tested, and the grades counted on my you grade wanted point to know average. You the answer to the When question? I asked the math teacher a question, he knew the fucking answer. When I asked uh-huh. the Spanish teacher a question, he knew the answer. When I asked the Bible teacher... Uh, there were other questions I asked. If she did know the answer, she would just answer it. It's not like it was just asking Can questions. Can you remember a question that you asked that she didn't know the answer that you got sent to the principal's office for? Yeah, I, I remember... Uh, I remember asking about the seven I remember asking if what the difference was between the seven deadly sins and the 10 commandments and if they were in if it and uh and why the seven deadly sins cuz I was I was honestly curious why at the point in Exodus in the book of Exodus when the 10 commandments come up and the seven deadly sins Wait, because I think she brought up the seven deadly sins. We had already read enough chapters of the Bible to see God commit four or five of the seven deadly sins: wrath, je- jealousy, pride. Like those things were uh-huh. all those things were all attributed to God, and then, and I was. And I was just asking because I assumed that there was—I assumed that she knew the answer and that it had been reconciled in some way. So, what was the question? Why is it? What's the difference between like why is God killing everybody because He's a proud God, and then at the and then the same time telling us not to have pride, not to have pride? Like it just seemed it seemed. Uh, they seem. Yeah, I get it. Be, yeah, it's a paradox. Yeah, so I got I got sent to the office. I was in the office for a couple of hours. They called my dad over from the church. He came over and they How all prayed at me to keep me from. No, he didn't get me out of anything. He joined in. Well, I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, I don't think this is going to come up at the rocket museum tomorrow. No, no, no. You know what? The, you know why? Why? Um. Isn't the, first word of the, isn't the first word of the rocketry museum the science and rocketry museum isn't yeah. science in the name science yeah. is just a process yeah but you can't talk about the bible when science is involved those things are diametrically opposed it's one or the other well I think you can but that's beyond the scope of this podcast only, only people who are confident in their faith and actually believe what they say also believe in science People who are self-conscious about their faith and think that they're people who are who are people who are secretly afraid it's all horseshit really don't like science because that could prove it's all horseshit. But it also, but only if you're of a mind to not. Well, I don't know faith. about that. I don't know about that. People, I don't know that. I don't know that all people of faith secretly <laughs> secretly believe that it might be horseshit. No, I don't I don't think that I think the ones that re, I think the ones that really believe in it uh, are okay with science. I think if you believe in God, you can say I don't know. I think if you have faith, you don't need to prove it. <laughs> I think the most bonkers thing is the Creation Museum. That thing is hilarious. It is it is. I would love to go to that. That's that's not on this trip though. No, no, but we can go to that sometime. Yeah, but that's that not far is, from here, is it? No, have you no. you been there? I've been there, yeah. Yeah. Talk about faithless. You can't, if you need to, if you need to prove something. If you need to prove that Jesus wrestled a dinosaur or that hey, a dinosaur, but yeah, you're out of your mind. I tell you this, like, I look at this, I go, hey, there's, that, there's a table. Do you have to have any faith in this, that this is a table? You don't, because you see it. Yeah. Now, if I just told you I had, there was a table in my room, you would just have to believe me. Tables exist, I believe. Yeah, but then if you were like... If you were like, I believe you. I I 100% believe that there's a table in your room. Uh But show me. I don't believe you believe me. Well, I've heard a lot about the table in your room, Jeff, and I'd like to see it. It's just like this one. You just gotta believe in it. You just gotta believe that I have it, and I will never show it to you. Okay. But just believe... But My, what I'm saying is... You how could, do I know you're not a minimalist? You live in a room but now, that doesn't have to But now what you're saying is... Uh, what you're saying is you don't believe me, so you want to see it. But what I'm saying is the Creation Museum is for people who do believe me, but still are demanding to see it. Uh-huh. You can straight up say, Oh, I you're saying it. if you really have faith, you don't need to see this yeah because yeah. faith means you can't see it and you believe in something you can't see if you can see it you have no faith you don't, you don't need faith to believe in the Big Bang Theory it's on TV every Monday I, I think mostly the reason people want to go to the Creation Museum is because they can't believe that there is a Creation Museum you should go to the Creation Museum there is way less people there ironically than you'd think well I I think it would be mostly comedians there Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, Look, this has been fun If you want to hear us talk more I feel like we kind of got a little ball- We got unspooled We got a little religious here at the end But do you remember the advice you gave to comedians? People who want to be comedians? Do start doing comedy And don't stop doing comedy Which brings me to what I always say Every episode Don't give up There will be plenty of time to give up later thank you for listening and uh, thank you for coming out on this tour to see Jeff and I if you did, if you didn't I hope to see you soon at another place so go to jakethis.com there's still time to see us in Nashville and or tell us where to eat hot chicken thanks everybody